This week's episode of the Art Tactic Podcast is brought to you by Artbase. Are you managing an art collection or an artist studio or a gallery? Is it time to bring your collection management skills up to a professional level? Well, Artbase is the right software to manage your art business. Artbase allows you to track your artworks and contacts in an easy-to-use, powerful database. Enter your data once, and you can use that data to generate reports, offers, contracts, and so much more. They've got a brand new version out with a whole new look that can be used on the cloud from any location on any device. So what are you waiting for? Go to artbase.com today to learn more and be sure to mention Art Tactic for a 15% discount. Thanks for listening to the Art Tactic podcast. I'm your host, Adam Green. With the pandemic still persisting around the world, we thought it was really timely that in this week's episode, we had an opportunity to chat with Rachel Bears, the director of the grant-making program at the Andy Warhol Foundation. I'm sure many of you have encountered the Warhol Foundation in one way or another. They support so many exhibitions and organizations in the arts. They've been especially instrumental in supporting them during this time when so many are struggling. We chat with Rachel about the history of the foundation, about the different types of grants they provide, and how their granting activities have changed during the pandemic. We hope you enjoy the episode. Thanks so much for listening. Rachel, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for inviting me. Glad to be here. Well, we've always admired all of the work that the Warhol Foundation does for the arts, and so we're really excited to have you on. And I think a lot of our listeners have heard of the Warhol Foundation, but may not specifically know what it is that you do. So first, can you tell us what is the Warhol Foundation, and why did Andy Warhol want a foundation set up upon his death? Um, yeah, well, the, the directive that he gave at uh, that, that really started the foundation was to uh, advance the visual arts. It's a very, very broad mandate. Um, and he he directed that it should be established upon his death. And we have been going ever since. But the foundation has several branches um, that uh, work in concert to steward the legacy of Andy Warhol and to uh, support the advancement of the visual arts as, as he wanted. So in addition to the grant-making program, um, which is what I am involved with. There's also a licensing department, also um, a catalog resume that's been in the works for uh, many years. And so I've seen the Warhol Foundation name associated with several art events and organizations over the years. So it seems that you're providing many grants across the country. What are the different types of grants you have at the foundation? How does the grant process work? We have our, our principal grant program, it, it happens twice a year. It's uh, an open application, so any organization can apply. We only fund uh, 501c3 organizations. We don't fund individuals or non-incorporated um, entities. But um, nonprofit visual arts organizations are, are our real focus. Um, and the, our deadlines are September 1st and March 1st of every year. And we make uh, approximately $4 million in grants each 
each round. So we've just uh, completed the fall 2020 grants, and there was just an announcement about, about the recipients of, of those grants. Um, earlier in the week. The process is uh, it, it's a straightforward uh, letter of introduction and description of the of programs that support the creative development and exhibition of contemporary visual, contemporary visual artists' work. And one of the reasons why we really wanted to have you on right now is because in the midst of the pandemic, so many art organizations are suffering financially and Grants offered by organizations such as the Royal Foundation are incredibly impactful. How has the foundation's granting activities changed in response to the pandemic? The, the foundation is, I should say, like first and foremost, an artist-centered foundation, as it was established by an artist by Andy Warhol at death. And we, the artist experience is the lens through which we make do all of our evaluating of, of programs that we are considering funding. So with artists front and center during the pandemic, it's, it's been clear that artists have, have really taken a, a huge hit to their, their practices, their financial situation, their health situation. And we, at, from the, at the very earliest um, moment, took that into consideration while thinking about what our emergency response might be. So we did contribute to some national efforts to artist relief, which um, got money out very quickly to artists around the country. We don't do funding of individual artists, so we need to work through um, organizations that have the capacity to do that. Um, Artist Relief was a a great effort with many contributors um, that we participated in. Also, um, the emergency grants that came out of the Foundation for Contemporary Arts contributed to that as well for emergency relief for individuals. Um, Another thing that we did that is a whole other area of of the foundation's work is um, we have a regranting program, which is not a program that you can apply to. It's a a program that we involves working with partners across the country um, who are themselves able to make grants to individuals. We, We have this, network, or we had a network of 16 organizations around the country that run grant-making programs normally that fund um, public-facing, artist-initiated projects. Uh, and what we did right at the onset of the pandemic was that we converted that, that network of organizations into uh, a distribution network for emergency funds. So instead of making grants for uh, projects, those organizations took the the money, which is $100,000 a year, and distributed that in emergency grants. Part of the money is used to administer the program, and then and then the rest went directly to artists. What we were able to do, what the board um, permitted us to do a few months into the pandemic in, in June was to double the size of that program. So now it's in 32 cities and regions across the country um, running emergency relief grant programs uh, for visual artists. So that, that with the help of those partners, um, we've really been able to, to reach a lot of individual artists in this moment. Um, another thing that we did in response to the, the health crisis was to 
allow the organizations that get grants from us through our regular grant-making program, in other words, uh, uh, 501c3 nonprofit visual arts organizations, um, like the ones that were just announced. Um, we allowed them to use 50% of the grant that they receive for administrative costs. Now, normally we allow 25%, um, but we doubled that so that any costs associated with staff loss or um, lost monies from, from other fundraising efforts like benefits or galas that had to be canceled um, could some of our grant could be used to offset the, those kinds of losses. Um, and so that we started retroactively in March. Anybody who was in a, a grant cycle with us then, and it's been ongoing, it remains um, written into the contract with our current grantees. And as you said, you just announced the list of recipients of this round of grants a few days ago. Can you highlight a few of the groups who receive grants so we can just get a better sense of the types of organizations who are benefiting from the Warhol Foundation grants? Sure. We fund organizations um, often that produce exhibitions and public programs that, that artists do, but also we fund organizations that run residencies, that run publishing programs, um, organizations that advocate for the, the rights of artists, for the First Amendment rights, for the to be, to be fairly paid. So some of our new grantees, I should say, we're always looking for, for new grantees. We don't have a, a stable of organizations that we fund um, in an ongoing kind of way. Every grant cycle we, um, is open to all new applicants and, and reapplicants, and we, we really try to keep in touch with the new organizations that are coming online. Um, as well as those veteran organizations that have been doing great work for, for many, many years. So some of the new grantees of ours um, uh, include an organization that's it's an online publishing and archiving uh, platform called 60 Inches from Center. Black Star is an organization in Philadelphia that's a, it's, it's both a film festival and uh, an advocate for filmmakers and um, critics of color, uh, BIPOC and LGBTQ and indigenous focus to that organization. Let me see some other ones. There's Project for Empty Space is another new organization for us that we're funding for the first time. They're based in Newark. There's also in um, Indianapolis, there's an organization called Big Car. And uh, several of these actually have joined our regranting um, program. Big Car is one of those. Um, uh, as well as Project for Empty Space, um, and also uh, the Union for Contemporary Art in Omaha, Nebraska. And uh, those three organizations uh, have all kinds of support for visual artists through um, exhibitions, residencies. Um, Big Car runs a fantastic radio station. One, one thing about all of those three is they're also very tuned into their local communities. And, and often the, the, our grantees um, are important in their local communities, but then also connect to the broader art, art world, either regionally, nationally, or internationally. And that's um, the case for, for those three I just mentioned. 
And how is the Warhol Foundation able to finance all of these grants? Is it through occasionally selling paintings or prints by Warhol, uh, maybe some licensing deals? What are the different ways in which you finance the grants? Yeah, well, at, at, at the time of his death, uh, the, the sale of uh, Warhol's estate established the foundation, established the endowment. Over the years, um, the sale of artwork contributed um, to that endowment, and then it's, the, it's really the investment of that, that money that produces the, the core of what is uh, given away. We also, our licensing department, the revenues from the licensing department also feed into um, the endowment, which then supports the grants that we're able to make. Well, Rachel, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. It was so fascinating learning more about the Warhol Foundation and specifically the grants that you allocate to different organizations. Um, It's incredible work that you're doing, especially during this time when organizations are in desperate need uh, of funding. If our listeners want to learn more about different grant opportunities that the Warhol Foundation provides, what's the best place for them to visit? Yeah, well, we are actually going to be relaunching our website very soon. Um, so that's warholfoundation.org. But uh, so I'd say hold off for a minute till we <laughs> till we launch it. But of course, there there is one there um, that has basic information about how to apply and the organizations that we have funded, and also, of course, our licensing and catalog resume um, work as well. Um, we have social media channels that are pretty active in promoting the work of our grantees. Our Instagram account is great for that. Um, and that's our grantees through the regular grant program, as well as our regranting partners around the country. So um, we try to, to stay on top of those deadlines. So um, artists in those 32 cities around the country um, are eligible to apply for uh, those grants, and that, but that's just tracked on our on our Instagram. It's probably the best place to do it. Perfect. We'll definitely follow. Rachel, thanks so much again. We appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks again for having me. Thanks so much to Artbase for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. Are you managing an art collection, an artist studio, or gallery? Is it time to bring your collection management skills up to a professional level? Well, Artbase is the right software to manage your art business. Artbase lets you track your artworks and contacts in an easy-to-use, powerful database. Enter your data just once and use that data to generate reports, offers, contracts, and much more. They've got a brand new version out with a whole new look that can be used on the cloud from any location on any device. So what are you waiting for? Go to artbase.com, that's A-R-T-B-A-S-E.com to learn more, and be sure to mention Art Tactic for a 15% discount.